What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Brazos Sports Preps Cast. I'm Alex Miller from the Eagle, joined by Abigail Ochoa. It's it's the final week of the girls' basketball season. It's the state tournament, and only one Brazos Valley team is headed to San Antonio, the College Station Cougars. They're going to face the top-ranked and undefeated Cedar Park Lady Timberwolves on Thursday at 7 o'clock at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Before we get into the matchup, Abigail, how are you doing? I didn't even get to ask you that. <laughs> you know, it's been a busy time, like always. Um, I, I'm doing good, but I'm really excited to get this going. I mean, going back to state, I feels like I was just there for football. Um, so really excited to get to San Antonio this time. Yeah, kind of continuing a little bit of the year of the Cougars so far. Um, when, <laughs> yeah. you, when you think about it uh, with volleyball, ba- basketball, and football, you know, Abigail, you've been covering the Lady Cougars run to the state tournament all throughout the playoffs. They've had to beat some pretty good teams along the way to get there. What do you feel like's really been the X factor in this run for College Station? It, it, they're just so uh, not only have they been there, been here before, you know, they're a young team when you kind of look at the raw, if you're just looking at the roster, you know, you see a lot of sophomores, a couple of freshmen, and then you see a lot of juniors. And, and I think they have three seniors this year. So it looks relatively young when you look at the roster itself, but these girls have a lot of experience. Um, you know, Jada McMillan, uh, Aaliyah Collins have been starters since they were freshmen. Now they're juniors or Collins is a senior. Um, uh, McMillan's a junior. And then you got Jaden Davenport, who's part of their regional final run last year. Um, just so many girls on that team have a lot of experience, um, even though the roster makes it look like it's a pretty young team. And then you, you know, you mentioned they have to obviously be a few ranked teams to get to this point, be number 13, uh, Manville, and then number six, uh, Hendrickson. And Pflugerville, I believe, was also ranked when they played them in the area round, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I can't remember what, what they were ranked there, but, you know, they've had to beat a few here the last few games. And, um, you know, the games have been coming down to the, the fourth quarter, the last few minutes there. But I think um, if you're actually watching the game, I, it, College Station has so much composure in those final moments. Um, you know, you're not too worried about what's going to happen. Um, you just feel like they they do so well in those moments where, you know, everybody's stressing out. Every, the game's really going fast. Um, you coaches are yelling there, you know, everybody is kind of on their feet, but um, I think their composure, their experience, um, you know, they've been here before. I think all of that comes together and then they have the talent to do it too. So um, I think all of that has helped them throughout this run here. Second time in three seasons that college stations made it to the state tournament. The Lady Cougars went to the state semifinals back in 2020, Um, you know, Puff Collins, Jaden McMillan, they were both starters on that team that were in the semifinals a couple mm-hmm. years ago. You know, how, how much has having Puff Collins return the second half of the season really helped? And, and what is Jaden McMillan? I mean, you wrote a profile on her uh, this week. How, how, mm-hmm. how do those two in particular really form a core for that College Station team? I mean, they're huge. Not only, like I mentioned, obviously they have the experience, they've been here before. Um, so they're used to those, you know, high pressure situations. They know that they can beat these ranked teams, even though they're the underdog most of the time. Um, but then they also have, 
the skill to do it as well. I mean, Puff coming back, she came back in the middle of the season just in time for that last district uh, run there. Um, she's so huge for them. She's so, um, she's just able to uh, attack the paint. She's so good um, at creating plays for them. And, you know, I talked with Coach uh, Doles the other, or yesterday, um, and I said, sometimes it feels like um, the game is going to depend on how uh, the other team guards Jaden McMillan. And she said, well, it does. And it's funny because normally one player doesn't have that much um, control, I guess, of how the game is going to go, but she really does. And I think having Collins there, um, someone who she can push push out to, having a Davenport who can come off the boards and get that rebound to create more opportunities, um, I think that really helps. So, you know, sometimes they, they you know, they double team McMillan and she has nowhere to go. Um, so she's forced to kind of go to those other players. Taylor Montgomery has been really good for them. She's a sophomore. Um, she's been dominating, um, you know, and then Collins and Davenport and all those girls. But if they let McMillan kind of, if they give her room a little bit, she's able to do some amazing things. Um, so it always kind of depends on how they guard her. But I think they're, those two especially, um, they're just big proponents um, of the game. And I think McMillan told me, it's funny, they were part of that state team when McMillan was a freshman. And she said, it's just crazy to see how like things have changed. I didn't have a dominant role in that team. No, no fault of her own. Just there, you know, they have, they had Rebecca Haley, they had Mia Rivers, they had um, Nate Johnson, um, who were really part of that team. And this time around, you know, she's a team captain. She's the, the leading scorer. I mean, she has such a big role there. And I think Collins works really well. They work really well together to kind of complement um, that offense. You know, we mentioned already College Station, they're facing Cedar Park in the state semifinals. This isn't the first time these two schools have played each other this season, though. Cedar Park, of course, they beat College Station pretty handedly, 66 to 26 in non-district play back in November. Certainly not a different or certainly a different College Station <clears throat> team than it was at the beginning of the season. But Cedar Park, undefeated, unbeaten, top ranked. I mean, they are considered one of the top dogs for a reason. You know, and just kind of doing some research on Cedar Park, what what really makes this Lady Timberwolves team so so talented? Well, I mean, you know, Coach Joel's, if you ask her, she says it's their post players, depending on how they um, get the ball, how they run. The, but they run their defense very well, she said. Um, so I think those are big proponents. But I think when you look at overall the history of these two teams, um, College Station, they don't, they're not shying away from the fact that they did lose um, – you know, pretty badly in November, um, but they also don't shy away from the fact that they're not the same team that they were in November. And I think that's pretty fair of them to say, obviously they get Collins back um, and they just, they look so much, you can tell it's really a team effort um, when they go out there and they really are able to kind of pull things together, adjust at halftime, which I think has been pretty big for them. Even if they go into halftime with a one point lead or even if they're down, um, they really, really, that third quarter is so crucial for them. I think that it has been in the past few uh, weeks. So they're really good at adapting to, to everybody else's game. But I think Cedar Park, College Station beat them to go to state in 2020. They beat them in the regional finals. It was like uh, 40 or 58 to 54 in overtime. So they've seen these same girls before. A lot of the girls who were on that state, on that regional final team for Cedar Park, are now um, back on this, sorry, there's a, <laughs> there's a bug in my 
uh, face, but um, there uh, they were a lot of the same girls who were on that team were on this one. Um, they were a lot younger back then, but uh, so was college station. So um, I think when you look at it, uh, Cedar Park, obviously, I, I'm sure, you know, they won state last year. I'm sure they want to get another shot at it again this year. They're going to be tough to beat. They're top ranked in class 5A um, in the state. And that's, you know, uh, it's it's just hard to be that level of talent that they have there. But I think College Station has done a really good job of kind of pushing that out of the way, but also letting it motivate them. I, I know that sounds kind of weird, but I think they understand the gravity of these teams that they've been playing the past few weeks. Obviously, they're not ranked and playing teams who are. But um, I think they do a really good job of kind of just playing the game that they have to play that day. Um, and Dole said that, you know, in November, they were shooting, I think, just 22% from the field. Now they're averaging about 45 to 50%. I mean, it's a literally a, a completely new team than they were back then. And I think um, they realize that, um, but they, they also understand how Cedar Park is just, they have really good players. They've, they've won the state before. It's really hard to go against that um, as well. So I think Cedar Park's going to bring it, but I think College Station has a little bit more to bring as well this time. College Station, they're going to face Cedar Park Thursday at 7 o'clock at the Alamo Dome, like we said. Abigail's going to be there, so be sure to follow her on Twitter and check theeagle.com for all of our coverage from the game and live updates from that night. Uh, the winner of Thursday's game, they're going to face the winner of Amarillo High School and Frisco Memorial in the state championship game. That's going to be Saturday at 3 o'clock. So yes. um, we'll see We'll see if you'll be making a return trip down to the Alamo City. Yeah. <laughs> um, be sure to get some good food down by the Riverwalk. Well, I mean, it's it's okay. Um, it's okay. It's okay. It's if, you need, busy, right? if you need good taco recommendations, please message me or email me. I have them from my <laughs> okay. summer living in San Antonio. So oh, that's true. That's true. I I, I was I was there, and it's a great Can't place for tacos. tacos. Yeah. Anyway, moving along onto the boys' side. There's no local teams left in the boys playoffs, but there's guaranteed to be at least two area teams playing in the regional tournament this weekend. Mumford, they're facing Hearn in a 2A regional playoff game Tuesday night at Bryan High. And Calvert, they're playing North Zolch in a 1A regional playoff over in Leon Tuesday night. The 2A regional tournament is going to be in San Marcos Friday and Saturday. The 1A regional tournament is going to be at DelVal High School, which is just outside of Austin. Two other uh, Brazos Valley teams left in the playoffs on the boys' side, Franklin and Milano. Franklin, they're playing number 10 at Little River Academy on Tuesday over in West, up north of Waco. Academy, they knocked out Franklin in the third round last season, so the Lions trying to get a little bit of revenge there. Uh, The 3A regional tournament will be at Midway High School in Waco this weekend. And Milano, they're facing Flatonia on Tuesday in Giddings. This is going to be a tough battle for the Eagles. Uh, Flatonia, they're number seven in Mm -hmm. the 2A rankings. Well, uh, Abigail, I think that just about covers it. You know, any final thoughts, uh, things you're looking forward to on on Thursday? Yeah, you know, I I think College Station has done a lot to get here. You know, they they know that they're um, uh, the underdog coming into this. Um, Even, you know, even if you do beat Cedar Park on Thursday, you go into, you know, like you said, Amarillo or... um, um, Frisco, what was, sorry, I can't remember the other one. Frisco Memorial. Frisco Memorial, um, there's a lot of Frisco schools. There are but, a lot of Frisco schools. Uh, 
Um, but you know, even if you get you get you get past Cedar Park, then you have to do you have to face one of those two teams who who have who are also ranked, who are also really good. Um, but I think it's going to be really exciting to see um, how College Station kind of handles um, not only seeing Cedar Park again, you know, the third time in three years, or the yeah, the third time in three years. Um, but also how they handle the environment. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of cougars there on Thursday. They always bring really good fans with them, um, but it'll just be really interesting. You know, Coach Joel said that she doesn't think it's going to be, a, you know, where they come out and they're just kind of dominating the game. Obviously, Cedar Park is good. They're there for a reason, um, but it's going to be, you know, kind of like a just a battle every quarter to see um, kind of what they're able to do. But it'll be exciting. Um, and, and, you know, College Station got here for a reason. They obviously have the talent and the skill and um, experience. So, um, yeah, it'll be fun. And Alamo Dome's a great place to, to watch a game, too. Yeah, that's a that's a cool environment to be at, that the big stadium, you know. Um, mm-hmm. and, and certainly it probably helps College Station that they've had players play there before, especially playing a team like Cedar exactly. Park, who won the state championship last year, certainly has that experience and the pedigree. Um, you know, not a team that's going to come in and be kind of frazzled and dazzled by the, the bright lights per se. So, um, yeah, it should be, it should be a good game. Uh, I will say the one place down on the Riverwalk that I think is good, the original Mexican restaurant on the Riverwalk. I, I approve of that. Uh, and if you have the chance, go to Taqueria Data Point. Uh, it is the best taqueria that i have found in san antonio uh so can't go wrong there but uh yeah that's uh that's all we got for today so uh thanks for tuning in to another episode of the brazos sports preps cast be sure to follow abigail on thursday for all of her live coverage and all of our game coverage afterward on the eagle.com we'll see you next time